Greetings, our utopian nomads, and welcome to our final episode of Halloween Campfire. Can we hear some cheers, guys? Woo-hoo-hoo. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yay. <laughs> so last week, we had Chris, our friend and producer of Pantang Film, on the show to give his insights on the horror films in Malaysia, okay? We may or may not have given ourselves the fright by watching some of these films, so head over to listen to that podcast if you haven't already. Now, in this episode, it's particularly special, spookily special, special. Mm -hmm. the highlight of our season. So I wonder what it's going to be. Do you girls know? Of course I know. We're the hopes. But anyways, that's beside the point. (laughs) (laughs) This time round, we have two guests. Okay, let's welcome them into the final episode of Halloween Campfire. Mark, let's start with you. Introduce yourself to our utopian nomads who are listening. Hello, I'm Mark. Uh, I'm here today to share some of my ghost stories uh, that I have uh, experienced and um, shared by my family members um, Mm -hmm. since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm happy to be here and hope you have a good time listening to the stories. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so hi everyone. Uh, my name is Valkis. I'm super excited to be here to be sharing my experiences. As Mark said, I've also been experiencing this since childhood. So what I'm going to share tonight is probably one of the two best stories that I have. Okay. You're looking forward Ooh. to it. Yeah. Oh man. I'm scared. I'm so excited, guys. Oh my god. Okay. Just, okay, so just bring the scary and bring the horrors, mm-hmm. guys. I can take the horror. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sorry, okay, Julie. We say that now. We say that now. But we <laughs> but anyways, let's uh, keep our ears open, I guess. So when it comes to hauntings, we know Malaysia has like tons of stories. Mm-hmm. Growing up, we would hear them. You know, even in schools. And it's always like really notorious, you know, and there's always like a few things that will come up when we talk about these kind of stories, mm-hmm. you know. One of them is like banana trees. I'm sure you guys have heard of them. Um, yep. 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 You know, yep. school hysterias, you know, yeah. some of them actually mm-hmm. connect hysterias with the Japanese invasion back then. And of course, we cannot, we cannot just uh, forget about the notorious places, guys. Come mm-hmm. on, Karak Highway. Mm-hmm. That is um, Highland Tower. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, Highland, Highland Tower. Tower oh Amber God. Court. You know? Oh, Ember Court, yeah. yeah it's very famous you know. in Gunting. Like, Kelly, I have no idea why it's still available. Yeah, and we have mm-hmm. Kelly's Castle. I mean, Kelly's Castle, not that, really, that, but... <laughs> it does, we have, we heard stories, yeah, you've seen true. stories, and even today we saw in the world of Buzz, I think there was this mm-hmm. truck that people thought uh, they saw in broad daylight oh, about yeah. like, it driving itself. Mm-hmm. I saw it and I was, it like, was It was first posted by Harian Metro on their TikTok or something. And it was just yeah, this lorry yeah, yep. coming down like a like it's not very like a steep hill. It's really just like a slight yeah. slope, and it's just going mm-hmm. down. There's mm-hmm. no driver, and yeah, like driver, I have no idea why. And I really hope someone can debunk that because I'm very yeah, probably just going so down the in, hill in like free <laughs> gravity, gravity, yeah, gravity, gravity. <laughs> so in this episode, yep. are we gonna debunk or just scare you guys even more? It's gonna be a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone's gonna share their experiences. Mm-hmm. And let's start, you know, let's introduce, you know, some of the, um, what are some of the Malaysian, you know, ghosts or entities that we have heard about? I think the earliest uh, uh, time of memory I've had of 
you know something supernatural was when I was I think four or five um, and I was living with my grandmother and mm-hmm. people were saying there is a an orang minyak running loose in the <gasps> town of Kulim oh, no. <laughs> and I remember my grandmother's house uh, having a open air courtyard and every more every night as we uh, after we finished watching our you know eight o'clock movie <laughs> I'd have to cross that courtyard to go to my room which is the other side so I remember running very quickly <laughs> because <laughs> I would always imagine a slimy person right. mm-hmm, waiting mm-hmm. you know at the roof but oh, yeah you know, oh my lord that was really something that terrified many uh, young people old people at that time yeah um, and if I can continue after that of course I was introduced to not ghost stories but I suddenly had many uh, stories of supernatural things happening around uh, not just my neighborhood but my family oh, you know wow. so oh, wow, I'll just wow. start with the time when I moved to uh, the police flat in Jalan Samara it used to be called Jalan uh, Jalan Gurney I think I, I think mm-hmm. yeah so oh, yeah, 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 yeah. if you think of uh, KLCC it's a bit there lah yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah so I I remember going there as a young boy and remembering all the tall buildings you know coming from a small place to mm-hmm. tall buildings and then I remember my mother and my grandfather all talking very suspiciously about uh, <laughs> there's something in this building you know so of course you know they didn't tell us the young ones but they would yeah. always talk amongst themselves that there's something in this building so what was this something i never saw i don't know why i never saw but my younger brother one night he was uh he suddenly woke up screaming and then he ran to the bathroom and Ooh. he was looking into the mirror <gasps> oh, and, he was, just, and oh. he was just looking into the mirror and then my father and mother and I don't remember me going there I remember the two of them running there to say what's wrong and then he just said that there are many children coming out from the mirror so what huh? he was oh, 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 okay. yeah, what, so what he saw was many children walking from behind him towards him but of course there was behind him was a door so in the reflection he saw many children walking to him and he said they were Japanese so the ethnicity was very specific right mm. and then I started hearing stories of the spirits and they were all Japanese then of course as I became older I realized that that police quarters used to be the place where they uh, hung the Japanese yeah uh, during the occupation oh, yeah. so, oh, so there was this time when my and the funny thing is my mother or my father they never saw this you know it was only uh-huh. the visitors mm. so when a visitor came yep. to the flat they would see something so my grandmother <gasps> she because my grandmother comes from uh, uh, you know not a kampung lah but she comes from not a big town so she's yeah. used the squat toilet you know where you squat mm, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so in that flat the squat toilet is at the back right you have to go yep. to the back and that toilet was attached to the storeroom and i just want you to imagine the storeroom there is no space in the storeroom yeah it's just all things stacked mm. on top of one another but in mm. the in the storeroom was an old 
sewing machine. So I just want you to imagine oh that. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. My grandmother was doing a thing in the toilet and then she started hearing someone uh, sewing. Stepping? You know? Oh my god. So, yeah, so she no. got that thing started working, you know. Oh so she was like, she was like, huh? Of course, at that time, you know, she wasn't scared. She was just like, why is someone using that at night? You know, was it her daughter or what? But then, of course, she felt funny. Lah. It's at night, it's in a storeroom. Then, of course, she opened that storeroom. And when she opened that storeroom, she saw a figure sitting by the sewing machine and actually trying to sew, right? So, she actually saw that. Now, the very interesting thing is the ghosts seem to take different forms when different people came. Because later, I had an, uh, a helper, a helper who came to take care of us. Uh -huh. And this uh, lady was called uh, Chitra. I think I named Lalita or Chitra, right? Mm -hmm. So she said, and of course that storeroom became her room. And she said every night there would be a bald man standing by the door looking at her. But to her, that person was an Indian man. So it's very funny how the ethnicity of the spirits would change, you know. And of course, this was told to us by the people experiencing it and we cannot say oh it's true or not true these mm. were their stories now i'll tell you a last story uh, that happened in this flat lah. and this flat was very creepy because many people experienced things like my uncle who came to visit would hear uh, as if someone was coming down from the staircase you know so the room above mm. him was the staircase and he would hear someone coming down but instead of the sound going left as in you know going down that sound seemed to go through the the, the 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 ceiling towards him in bed you know right and then my auntie would hear people playing tennis at the oh tennis court God. downstairs and there was nobody downstairs Whew. now there was oh then, um there was a malay boy that i used to that all of us used to play with like, last time when we were police kids we would all go down at five and run around you know chasing yeah people, playing muscle, muscle. yeah that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. one day there was this boy and they said, Oh, he's missing already. So we was we were saying, Oh, how can a boy go missing? Because the police quarters there, it's it's closed up, you know. There is a there is a what? Uh you can't just go out like that, lah, especially kids, because there's security yeah. and all that, right? Mm -hmm. So he was missing. So the kids said that the last time they saw him, he was playing that. You know, last time kids used to play that hoop and you used the stick to move the hoop, you know. So he was moving oh, the hoop yeah. with the stick oh, and the hoop. Yeah, the yeah. hoop was traveling to the, uh, an area where the Rukun Tatanga just, they were just beginning to clear the area because there were many trees. And in that area, there was a tree with a tree house. So they said he disappeared into that area. So they called the Bomo and everybody went to the area and they started praying lah. they started praying and after a while in the tree a figure not a figure a face of an old man looked down very angrily and as they continued praying that boy dropped he dropped from the tree oh my god woke up he couldn't remember a thing so he was missing uh for a few days and he was kept in the tree you know so that was my childhood can you imagine in the uh, quarters. I never saw anything, but there were many, many stories, and I felt eerie after seven all the time. But I never, I never saw anything. 
Um, so, so that was the beginning of how I started uh, maybe getting very excited when it comes to ghost stories. <laughs> so maybe I will just fast forward to, and I'll tell one last story before I pass it to Balkis, right? Um, <laughs> uh, of course, I heard many other stories in between, you know, like the one where I was in university and, mm. uh, and I heard this one in yeah. US. And this is the famous one that you've probably heard. Is that and Taylor's? No, this is in US oh, okay. where uh, we were all theater people, right? So there was a production that we were doing in Pangong. Uh, ah, I forgot the name. The, there's this, there's this uh, Pangong Sasaran. Yeah, US and mm. Pangong Sasaran. And Pangong Sasaran is by the roadside, right? Right. Uh, and you can see it if you are coming from the Penang Bridge and you pass by uh, USM, Pangong Sasaran is by the roadside. So mm-hmm. anyway, my friends and I, they were all doing a production. La. So this friend said, this was what my friend said, yeah. Uh, two of the actors were waiting in the car, waiting in the mm-hmm. car. And they were like, oh shit, the other actor is not here yet. So they were right. calling the actor, where are you? Because, you know, we need to go for rehearsal. And then yeah. the actor said, I'm still in Georgetown. I'm, it's jammed, but I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming. So as soon as he put down the phone, this friend who was calling just now came running to the car, you know. So they were like, hey, you just put down the phone, you see you're in Georgetown, but you're now you're running to us. So he's smiling and he's running to the car. And so instinctively, the two of them quickly uh, locked the car. And this, oh. this friend came to the side of the car and just put his hand on the window and smiled at them. And then, and then he started, and then he started circling the car a few times, and then he walked into the theater and he disappeared. And then after about half an hour, the real friend appeared. Oh, <laughs> and oh he my goodness! And he appeared. He was like, "Hey, you know, I'm sorry." And then they were like, "Of course, they were so scared, lah." So <laughs> like, can yeah, we practice so was... somewhere else? Let's not go in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was another. You detour. went in there. <laughs> was a little detour before I want to tell you the my my final story. Oh and my this God. final story this final story um after experiencing this final like you know mm, this is not really a ghost story because it happened to my family so I feel like this is more like a family story which I'm gonna share yeah. with you. So uh my cousin passed away when she was eight years old. Uh, mm. and I'm gonna tell you how what happened to her. Uh, yeah, so um, it all began yeah. um, when she went with my auntie to uh, to watch the Chinese opera, yeah, the Teochew Pan, right? Chinese Ooh, opera. Okay. Yeah. So they went mm-hmm. to watch that, yeah. you know, and then yeah. on the way back, she had a headache. So my auntie was like, I'll just take a Panadol, but it didn't go away, yeah? So in the house, she got really scared and she even slept my cousin a few times because she was getting very worried and she thought she was playing a fool. But she wasn't lah. She really had a bad headache. So they mm. said, you know, I think they should bring her to the hospital. And at that time, Kulim was, you know, they don't have big hospitals. So they went to Penang. And on the way there, uh, on the Penang Bridge, uh, my cousin actually told my auntie, Mama, I cannot see anymore. So, huh? Huh? and then they just, they just kept quiet. They didn't want to say anything. They went to the hospital. Uh, it was the Lamwali Hospital, yeah? So when they went into the hospital, um, all of us were very worried. Uh, my aunt, of course, especially. 
Then the second day, my aunt called my mom to say she woke up. She woke up. So all of us were very excited. We said, okay, let's go to the hospital. But when we arrived at the hospital, my auntie was very, uh, yeah, her face was very pale, very white. And she said, so she quietly said to us, she said, let me just tell you what happened just now. I told you she woke up, right? Yeah, she, she sat up. She pulled out all the tubes from her body and then she spoke, but it was an old man's voice. It's not her voice. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. My so God. They, all, they, all, they all kept very quiet and then they said, okay, we need to call someone. Lah. So they called the Mosan, lah, the Chinese, mm. uh, the Taoist mm. priest, the Mosan. Mm-hmm. And then the Mosan came and they put the lanterns all around the hospital. And then he said that the soul of uh, my cousin is lost, right? So the body is like a vessel now, it's empty. So that's oh, why no. other things are going in and out. So they say you have to bring her back. Lah. So they did so many things, you know. My aunt, I, I remember this conversation. My mom, my aunt asked my mom to go and find uh, cocaine or something, you know, because the god of hell apparently likes it. And so to offer it, you know, to the god of hell so that can, you know, help my cousin, you know. So so the doctors were not giving much help that they had to resort to this, you know, uh, other world, right? Yeah. To say, come and help, come and help her because she's lost. Uh, but they, it didn't work. Uh, the third day or the third night, I can't remember, she passed away. So they yeah. buried my cousin. Um, and I remember this, lah. they said, you know, they, they put the sweets and all the flowers in the coffin, you know, because they believe that when you send off the body with all these uh, gifts, the, she will make friends in heaven, right? Mm-hmm. So they cremated the yeah. body. Yeah, they cremated the body. Now, the story which is a bit funny is when we, my auntie reached home, right, in Kulim, and she was opening the gate. Now, she didn't tell the neighbors what happened, yeah? So as she was opening the gate, the neighbor actually rushed out and said, oh, where did you, where did you go for two nights? Because... Uh, yeah, where do you go for two nights? So my auntie didn't want to say lah because they were tired, they were sad, you know. So they just said we went to Penang. Yeah. So she said, no, I'm asking you this because for two nights, uh, we heard your daughter's voice in the house calling mama, mama, mama at night. But when we came out, it's so dark. So, yeah. Then my auntie realized, oh my god, um, she came home. She the spirit came home, but she lost her way already lah. The body is not there already. You know, so she came home. She actually found her way home, uh, but the body is in Penang. Yeah. Um, how did the body get separated from the spirit? Well, I don't know, right? Uh, and of course, there are two stories. Um, the doctor, of course, will tell us that. Uh, well, your cousin died of uh, brain hemorrhage, right? There was uh, the brain, you know, had a hemorrhage and she passed away. That was the only explanation. So this. This story that my aunt got from the priest and all that, I think it's the story that she keeps with her today lah, because I think it's the story that I think she can accept and the story that helps her to move on maybe, right? Mm. Because to her, until today, she'll say, still say things like, oh, you know, she dreamt of her, you know, and uh, I think in the seven days after she passed away, she would still say things like, oh, you know, they put the they put the flower on the floor and she came back, you know. Mm. So I think this gave her some comfort and yeah, the whole family believed this story. So I tell this story as a sharing more as a family story rather than a ghost story. 
mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. it's someone uh, in the family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So I have a lot more, but I think I will uh, <laughs> let Bob do the sharing. Uh, thank you, thank you for sharing such a close story to oh us. God. Like. Yeah. It's left us really speechless. I, yeah. I saw yeah. all of our expressions and we were just mm-hmm. like, you know, um, mm-hmm. just left speechless. But thank yeah. you so much, Mark, for sharing that no such worries. a yeah. close story to you and everything. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And I guess when when you highlighted about like how um, these entities would take up different forms to different people, it mm-hmm. never occurred to us. Like it never occurred to me. I, did, I didn't know they would like shapeshift to different people <laughs> you no, know yeah we don't know we don't know if this is yeah. how it is but mm. that was the story told to me yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everyone has definitely different like experiences yeah. now Balkis it's your turn to take the floor <laughs> okay um, have you guys heard about Bunyan Bunyan no I've never like no I never uh, not really not really, it's not really that scary. I want to hear from Balkis' point of view. Yes, okay, so <laughs> okay. Bunyan is like... I see it one on... Of the, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna Uh-oh. go out. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Bunyan, from what I know, mm-hmm. people say that they're kind of a good spirit, okay? They're just the same as humans. They appear as humans, but we cannot see them with our naked eyes unless they want us to see them, right. okay? That's uh, like the okay. basic general yeah. rules about Bunyan. And yeah. they have their own nature, which you can't really see. You you don't see unless they want you to see it. So basically, Bunyan, what they do is they like to hide people or to them, they like to take people. Like the normal people, huh? they'll take them Excuse and they want, they want <laughs> and they bring them to their nature. That's why you always, uh, you know, it's kind of common to hear news about People went missing when going hiking. This was oh, this yeah. Oh, this was okay. like this one guy who haven't been found yet until today, and people suspected that the Bunyan took him. So okay, a little backstory. I call this short story my ibu and Bunyan. So my mother and Bunyan. Okay, a little backstory. So I have heard quite the same story that my mother went through from a person that I'm close with. Mm, so yep. his mother, his mother was pregnant and her pregnancy was close to seven months old at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. So the whole, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole family, they have this like family history with supernatural stuff. And in this specific situation, it's Bunyan lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the mother, she had this very like eerie feeling, you know, during her seven months pregnancy. And just to cut the story short, she went to the monthly or I don't know monthly or weekly ultrasound scan only yep. to find out that the baby was gone. Oh my god. What? The baby what? in the tummy in her womb is not there. Literally like the scan like saw it there's nothing Empty. inside. Empty. It was just like a bag of air, a womb full of air in the scan. But the tummy was still big. It was still like a 7 months pregnancy normal person tummy. Mm-mm. Just the baby is gone. Like imagine the previous ultrasound shows that there was a baby inside. But then only to find out that your baby in your womb is gone. So like I, I wasn't sure how this was resolved, how the hospital took it, how the nurses took it. But it did happen and the only answer they had was a bunyan took their child. Okay. So like, that's like the backstory of it. Wait, so, did the baby came back? No. No. Huh? no, they don't. Bunyan takes it and it's forever yeah, gone. It's forever. Oh my god! 
Yeah. It's I, honestly creepy. Like, the moment I heard that story, I, I had chills the whole body. Because it kind of relates to what my mother has experienced. Mm. And uh, when my mother experienced this, you know, encounter with Bunya, she was actually pregnant as well. <gasps> but she was pregnant with me that time. <laughs> so that was like back in 2000. <laughs> and she specifically mentioned as well that the pregnancy was reaching seven months as well. So I'm not sure oh what the God. correlation between like Bunyan with seven months old pregnancy. <laughs> but like, yeah. Okay. Google. Yeah. That's when like, she had a dream, okay, that night. She had a dream about this old, ugly, dead, ugly faced lady came in to oh visit no. her. Oh my God, right as you said that, my light just blinked. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like, my mother described lah, that lady was very ugly. She had like very wrinkly skin. But yeah. her hand was as smooth as a baby's skin. It was very oh smooth, very no. clean, very nice. Okay, mm. So the old lady slowly took her steps closer to my mother that was on the bed. Okay, And then the moment while she was walking, she put her hands out like that. Like she was trying to grab something from my mother. Yeah. So she, she put her hands out. And she touched my mom's stomach slowly. Like, she put her hands on my mom's tummy, like, very slowly, like that. Trying, my mother said she's, the old lady was, like, indicating to say that, I'm, I'm trying to take this, you know, I'm trying mm. to take this kid inside of you. But my mother said the old lady didn't let a word out, lah, not even a single word from the old lady. But I feel like, you know, a mother's instinct, right? Yeah, yeah. It's slowly, you know, kicking in. So my mom decided to fight her back, okay? The old lady, like, she wouldn't take off her hands off my mom's stomach. It was like glued to it, you know? Until my mother said this exact line. She said, I'm sorry, I'm going to speak it in Malay, but I'm going yeah, to yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay? Yeah. She said, jangan ambil anak aku, ini anak aku. Aku tak redo dan aku tak halalkan kau ambil anak ni. Mm. She said only that which translates to this is my child. Do not take my daughter. I will not give you the permission and the baby will never be yours. That's the I exact. Got yeah, that's <sighs> like the exact what my mom said to her. Mm. After that, she slowly backs up from my mom, gone from her vision. My mom woke up, drenched in sweat. You know, she was sweating on her bed and she was out of breath. It was like. Oh, that's when she knew that was real. Yeah. Okay. And then she was like, okay, she was uh, worried for a few weeks mm. because she thought that old lady might come back later, you know, anywhere. But she, thank God, she was grateful that it didn't. Mm-hmm. But little did my mother know, it didn't stop that. So when my mom gave birth to me, the same old lady came back to visit when I was one month old. <gasps> Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes, when I was one month old. But this time, like, she knew her place, you know. She she was just staring at my mom and I uh-uh. from the from my mom's uh, room, lah, from my, like, the door. Uh, she was just sitting there and staring at my mom and Was I. this still a dream? Or yes, like still in... a dream. Uh-uh. It was still a dream. But it was still the same old lady. Same how she appeared in the dream before, the same one. Oh gosh. But thank God this time she didn't do anything because Bunyan, if she, if they want to take you at any age, they they would. They just come and grab you and you'll be disappear in a blink of an eye. That's how Bunyan do their work, you know. So like, she just stepped from afar, 
and then she's just gone. Okay, she's like, oh, she just came to pay a visit to see that that child should have been mine or something. I don't know. And that wasn't even like the scary part to me because what makes me scared the most is that whenever I think about this story, yeah. I question myself a lot of times. If she didn't get to take me, will she come for my child? <gasps> oh no! Focus! Oh my god, like, no, no, no! I know, right? Like, will I be able to fight her off like my mom did? I know, like, it doesn't make sense, but sometimes, you know, this spirit, they would, you know, get some revenge. I don't know. Relentless, lah. Yeah. yeah they They're very relentless. You know? Yeah, like, it might sound illogical to other people, but honestly, what I feel, the genuine question is that. You know, it's oh really God. like what I uh-huh. think about, what I question every time I remember about this story. Mm, yeah. But you know, at the same time, like I, I trust God. I fully surrender to Him wholeheartedly to protect me and my you know future child. I don't know. And that's like the one of the core stories that I have, and I still question myself up to this day. Mm. <clears throat> Wow, that was <laughs> that was very intense. When your mom said that, like, this is my child, do not take it. Yeah. I had that instant goosebump. I'm being serious. I was like chills Imagine from my spine. Imagine if she didn't, she didn't fight back. Like, I wouldn't mm. probably, you know, not be here today. No, Balkis, don't <laughs> say that. We can't look back <laughs> on our friendship. Be like, if Balkis no. wasn't here, <laughs> I'm so thankful to be here today. But Damn, mm. how do we? How, how, Nicole, Jody, how do we <laughs> follow up to that story? <laughs> yep. I I will be the comedic relief. <laughs> at the <laughs> end. <laughs> at the end, guys. Don't worry about that. I'll be the comedic relief. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Or maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> but, oh, damn. Okay. I oh. hate that story so much. But, yeah, I just had to share it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if I should share my story first. Or, Nicole, maybe you want to go first? <laughs> um... I think I can okay. go first. The I think one of the most curious thing is that I think you guys would know because me, Esther, Jody, and a few of our friends went on a oh. trip. To, not a trip, but we had a stay. We had a staycation yeah. around Publica, like KL area. So, and yeah, it was supposed to because that time they were trying to surprise me. We for did, my birthday and <laughs> but yeah, she got a different yeah, type of surprise did. before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they were like, uh, Esther and one of my friend Haruna were trying to prank me, like they were in an argument, some sort of argument. So we they all wanted to like, res- resolve <laughs> the conflict. So I was like, okay, let me resolve this. And then I went down with Haruna with a few of friends too. And then we just went down and we sat at the lobby. <laughs> yep. And I have no idea. I hit the mirror. Everything has to do with mirror. <laughs> Everything. Really, and there was a huge ass mirror in front, right in front of us, with the you know with the lung and the sofa yep. over there. So we sat down and then we talked for a bit, and I was like talking. I was like very focusing, trying so hard to think and like resolve the conflict. And then when I look up, you know, like a f- it's not like it, I think it's like a, more like a shadow, a figure. Mm. A- I was about to say who that figure, but I was, like, <laughs> I was like, wait, Dementus, no, okay. It was like a figure, like a black shadow just kind of went past. Yeah. And my my mind was instantly, we, I went blank. I was like, 
you know like shut down <laughs> yeah. immediately yeah. your brain just like lags oh my god <laughs> and then after a moment I'm just like um Sam we had a friend named Sam I think we should yeah and I was like um Sam I think we should head upstairs I don't feel good staying here and then he's like why why he was looking at his work so cute he's like why I was like trust me go upstairs let's go upstairs I can just see his face yeah yeah I was like go up yeah I was like go upstairs I was like getting like chills because I remember um a few days ago my mom brought me to a shifu and a shifu told me that I was not It was not a good year for me. I was my love was insanely low, so I have to be aware of water and stuff. And then he, of course, for my culture belief, we uh, minus Taoism. I've mentioned on the first podcast, uh, the first episodes, and so he gave me kind of like a holy water for mm-hmm. Christian. For Christian, it's like a holy water for us. It's like a water that you know with the burn. I have no idea what, but it's like a paper. Yeah, it's like a pool. Um, so I had last sip. It was last sip, and I really forgot. I it doesn't occur to me that I bring I brought it with me that time on our trip. I really didn't know I have it in my bag the whole time. So you know, because when I went there, I was like, I was looking. I even told I think Kay or Jody. I said, Oh shit, I forgot to bring the water, and I'm supposed to finish it by today. Yeah, it's a must. You have to finish within three days. And then when I went up, I ran upstairs. I literally just like. During the lift, I was like, shit, 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 shit. I was like, praying. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I was like, no, it's not happening. And then I went in there, I searched for my bag, and it was there. So I was like, okay. And then I immediately drank it. Fun fact, guys, it was actually Halloween night. Yeah. It was actually... It was Halloween. It was actually Halloween. And <laughs> it's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that Nicole just like rushing in. And she drank yeah. it. And like immediately her shoulders just shat, like sagged in relief. Yeah. She was like... A more fun fun yeah, fact: We were supposed to watch a horror movie, but there was no Wi-Fi there, and so instead horror came to us somehow. We couldn't figure out the TV somehow. too. <laughs> uh, I know that Sam was like shocked. He was like, "What?" <laughs> like he was our shocked. friend was just like, mm-hmm. "What's going on? Why are you drinking this water? What's this water?" And then, and then like at the same time, mm-hmm. he's trying to manage the prank that was going on for her birthday. <laughs> They're like, "What do we do?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it was quite scary to me because. That I, when you when you, to be honest, to think about it, I feel like it was the shapeshifter too. Cause like <laughs> that time, I did not. It's not like a complete human mm. form or figure, but it's more like a head, a shoulder. Oh god, and like a know, shadow like figure. A head and sh- like, yeah, it's like mm. a shadow figure. It just I see. very quickly, like. Mm. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah. So I think that one is the scariest. Right, so okay, maybe um, I'm not sure if Jody wants to end it, but I can I can tell my story, the one story, mm. the only one story that I have that I wanted to share. Um, I'm not sure if I told Nicole and Jody this story though. I can say that I 100% believe it, but I've never personally experienced like a very very like um personal, very drastic thing other than mm-hmm, this one, yeah. and even this one, it's not that it's like. I saw a figure or anything like that, yeah. but it's just something that I can't explain, and it wasn't only experienced by myself. It was a shared experience with two or three other people from my college. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so like all of the stories that I've shared with Nicole, Jody, and Balkis as well, like all of those are like um, stories that people tell um, to me. You know, my close friends, my close mm-hmm. family, like they've told their experiences. And even the one that I spoke to Balkis recently was um, um, a hysteria that happened in my school. Oh, hysteria. And just oh, the timeliness man. of how or when it happened was just, it was just so. Um, Nerve-wracking. Should I tell that story? Yeah. But then there will be two stories. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I'll tell the school story first. Okay. So back in um, secondary school, um, my sister went to the same school actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I went, actually, there was not like okay in Malaysia. There's this kind of thing that happens in government school a lot of the time, where yep. they tends to have well, they tends to have they tend to have like um hysterias every now and then. And if you don't know mm. what hysteria is, it's basically like a, what do you call this? Like a, a moment of when someone is like manifesting, right? It's like hysteria lah. So yeah, I hysteria. Think, I, guess I guess that's the name speaks for yeah, itself. Yeah, I guess people yeah. understand, right? So it's not, it, it, some can have mass hysteria, which is pretty scary. Um, like mm. um, Balkis has experienced before. Um, but for mine... <laughs> <laughs> You didn't we see that, but Bakus was yeah, just like. Mm. In, in, in Malaysia, it's a common. It's not. It's kind of scary to say it's a common thing, but it's not unheard yeah. of. You know, your yeah. school is bound mm-hmm. to have one or two experiences at least. And I've oh, seen yeah. some videos from like schools in KL where like they they couldn't like capture the student, and the student was able to escape out of a room. Because usually when they have hysteria, they'll try to isolate them into one room and try to get. Um, whatever is in that student mm-hmm. out right but that student like mm. came out and sh- and every and literally everyone had to lock themselves in and sh- and i think she the i think it was oh a female student and she was like breaking the glass <laughs> so you know like in 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 malaysia like the, the the like government schools usually if they're not like very well off to do or anything usually the glass that they use for the windows are the ones that are like multiple pieces of glass panes oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, like, mm-hmm. a metal yeah, yeah. where you can mm. like open it um, and close it yeah. She broke yeah. The glass with her own Like hands Oh my and god And usually it's known Like when people have um, Hysteria They Quite strong Yeah they have like Very Immense amount of strength Where they normally Quite don't right. Or their body yes. Like you yeah. know They're very small And petite But then for some reason They have so much strength So yeah. um, Right I'm gonna try and make The first story short Because I really went on a run. No go ahead Go ahead but Go ahead Go ahead it's Basically okay. what happened was um, My school had a camp And it's called Camp Kepimpinan Which means it's basically oh. like a leader's camp-ish That kind of thing And usually mm. upper form mm. students are the only ones allowed to um, register for this camp um, But mm-hmm. for that year because there weren't enough um, people that were registering So they opened it up to form 3 students as well And what happened was um, We were staying in school So it was supposed to be at like The past few years before My seniors and everyone They went to this camp They always went to like A university Like a local yeah. university And then they slept overnight there You know At like the campus Or anything like that Or they went to like A location Like a recreational ca- uh, uh, Location And stayed But then for some reason That year They didn't have a budget I guess So probably that's why um, It was held in school And not many people Wanted to register Yeah And so Something about it When people think about Sleeping overnight in school There's just that Eerie feeling 
because you've never really mm. seen your school mm. in the dark. All the you've never seen your school the same, like the corner that you take every time to go to the toilet, like the back corner, every time you take to go to the toilet now seems way more eerie because it's in the dark and there's no light nearby, right? And one thing mm. that we experienced was that it was raining. Both days was raining. Like it was just raining and um, the thing about it is that that night we were sleeping at like a form 6 block and the form 6 mm-hmm. block is technically like a newer building so the form mm-hmm. 6 block used to be like empty like there was no building there and the canteen used to be where our perhimpunan uh, used to be or assembly right Mm-mm. so Mm-mm. they moved the canteen lower to be below the form 6 block okay that's just trying to picture up in your head lah how it looks and my school is on a hill okay and it's a very big like my school's really big in, in in my opinion it's really big because it was so tiring to walk out so many flights of stairs but yeah that block the form 6 block is relatively new compared to any of the other buildings or any of the um separate buildings surrounding it like it's relatively new right because they were still building it when my sister was in school which was like what five years ago when i was 13 like five years ago she like technically like already they were like building uh, building it up you know so it's very new when i was there it was like it's probably like only what six years old the building mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken and we were sleeping at the form six classes so the way they arranged it they made sure that the girls were on top and then the guys would be in the floors below okay this is because mm. some of the girls um they're muslim girls so if they you know open their tudung in the middle of the night you know you don't want the boys to be like come and peep and everything and yeah. um, I remember very clearly Okay, this is the funny part of the story We were all already showered, right? And we had like our um, sleeping bags laid out on the floor And to make space for us to sleep We took out all the We pushed all the tables to the Like the four walls of the room Yeah. And then mm-hmm. um, some of the chairs were put on the tables But the rest of the tables and the chairs were put outside Like right outside of um, the the rooms the, the classrooms okay and we cleaned the floor and we put our like sleeping bags and arranged how you're going to sleep and everything and so we after we bathe you know they're not going to sleep in their headscarf you know they're not going to sleep with their tudong on so a lot of them like open their hair and i remember quite funny i was talking to my friend right we were sh- we were sleeping in the same classroom i was talking to her and there were a few other girls that were sleeping there there were like younger <laughs> girls sleeping there mm-hmm. i think Valkis is remembering mm-hmm. what i told her yes exactly <laughs> i'm like trying not to laugh here but okay and i was talking to her and right as when i turned i saw this like girl with a long hair okay and it was an actual girl it was an actual girl she had super long hair like the hair was way like it was probably by her thighs already and she was combing it and so it looked like as if it was in front of her, but really we were looking at the back of her head, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when I thought, oh my god, I'm like I got scared. Like I looked <laughs> and then my friend saw it, she got shot. And then the girl turned around, I was like, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. And she was just combing her hair because it was so silky. And the dress that she was wearing, like to sleep, was whole like white colour, you know. So it didn't oh help. No. And we saw it, it was like, oh my god, girl, you shook me. Like it took a moment to process that. That was like one of the girls that was sleeping in the classroom. Everyone thought, I think everyone would be like, yeah, I'm so poor. say that lah. But like, we were like, oh my god, you really yeah. literally mm. scared the shitless. We didn't like expect mm, to see yeah. that, you know. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we got a little bit of shock, but okay, we laughed it off lah, right. And 
for these like um because we're sleeping in the form six blocks, the facilitators were the form mm. six kakaks and abangs. So a few of the kaka were like um in our classroom. They're assigned to different classroom to watch over the girls. And to make mm. sure they don't like, if they want to go out to the toilet, they can keep track, you know, who went out and everything. Yeah. And what happened was we just went to sleep. Okay, the girls just went to sleep. <laughs> and I remember the next morning, right? We just we were just like preparing and waking up and cleaning up and then we heard the story from the kakak that was in our classroom. There were two of them, I think. And one of them, um a lot of them like iron their tudung the day before so that you mm-hmm. know they set it out and then the next morning they can just wear it straight away and it's already ironed and you know very like neat and so she was doing that in the middle of the night and she was seated at the corner so if you know like the government classrooms right they usually have two wooden doors one at the back one at the front yep mm-hmm. and they open out like that two doors that open out so they had we had two entrances lah basically and mm. um in between there's like windows right And so some of these windows like were opened slightly not all the way <coughs> but opened mm-hmm. slightly and the back the back entrance was completely locked the front entrance one of it was locked while the other one was um not locked lah but it was like slightly closed it was just a bit ajar and she was at the other corner so if the doors are at one end she's at like the other end at the corner like right at the corner and she's just like ironing mm-hmm. her clothes And as she was ironing in the middle of the night, you know, all of us were already asleep. She can see all of us like lying down. She's like ironing, and no one is sleeping in front of the door. Obviously, they're like sleeping yep. in front of the tables. You know, like behind the door, right behind the door, not behind mm-hmm. the door. Sorry, like the wall right next to the door. <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, in audio, this is going to mm-hmm. be so confusing. But basically, she was ironing, and suddenly she saw like a figure walk past outside, and she's like. Oh, maybe that's a teacher like making roll, like you know, making rounds, you know. Mm. But then she's like, wait, "Wait, that's a guy, but this is a girl's floor." It's like, okay, never mind. Let's just ignore. I mean, the door's closed and it's not like completely open for them to peep. And if they peep, she will be able to yep. report it, you know. So just ironing, ironing, and suddenly it sat down. Oh, like mm. it sat down in front of the window where the tables were like put outside the classroom, and she was like. Uh, okay, buat tak tahu, buat tak tahu, buat tak tahu. Jangan tegur, <laughs> jangan tegur. And she just continued, and she just like glanced every once in a while, and still there, you know. And she thought it was, she still thought it was like a teacher that like maybe just sat down to sleep, you know. So she was like not so mm. bothered by it, but like a bit like weird lah. Like why are you sleeping? Okay, you know what? Never let's not question it. I'm just gonna iron this, and I'm gonna take like a quick nap. I'm gonna wake up the other facilitator to like, you know, do her turn to watch over. Yeah. And then right <laughs> right as she thought that right the figure stood up started walking like past the door and both the doors opened but no one was there. Uh, and the problem if you uh, remember one of the door was locked. One of the yeah. door was locked but both doors opened. And then she was like <laughs> Yeah, she just like what I tahu. And then she just make sure she saw if like there's any wind moving the sleeping bags to see yeah. if it came mm-hmm. in, but it didn't lah. It just opened and she's like, okay, never mind. Let's just jangan tegujje, jangan tegujje. And so that's what she told us. Like, I don't know the next morning or somehow we found out after the camp lah. Y'all got prologues and like chapters. Sorry, yeah? sorry, my story <laughs> quite long. Tapu, <laughs> tapi like y'all got like the whole ass novel with us. <laughs> Thank <man>. you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. That's my story. <laughs> It's the last <laughs> one. Yes, we have 
an array of stories. Do do we have time for the comedic relief? Yeah. Uh, mm, guys, I'm just gonna be here to provide comedic relief, or I don't know if you find this scary because um, everyone's been sharing like their stories and like Balkis has shared hers, Mark has shared his, and it's just like we started off in a very creepy note. So let's hear some comedic relief. Okay. Okay. Well, I never had like um, I've never witnessed a hysteria before, honestly, and um. I've never like uh I guess the schools that I've been to is like very um either that or I was just not aware like guys. I was that kid who's just like in her own world playing ice and fire for break time and just not yeah, give so a shit like, to anything. I so I was that kind I wouldn't of say girl. encounter like I would say I heard a lot of stories. My family, my cousins, you know, my cousins can my one of my cousins could see, mm. but they closed mm. up her third eye lah. So, um, I don't know where to start. Okay, let me just start when I was younger, when I went back to hometown. You know, Chinese New Year, you know, you, it's kind of mandatory for you to go back hometown for festivals here in Malaysia, you know. Um, then I was back and we usually stay in like the hotel. So, the hotel is fine. Okay, my hometown, the hotel was fine. And we decided to take like the view. It had like uh, the city view and a sort of like the mountains and mm-hmm. stuff lah. You know, a mix. And... I was a kid, so we only had to share one bed ma. You know, there, was, there wasn't much, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. So... I remember sleeping and I. it's hard to like sleep when it's not in your own bed lah, you know, when you're younger. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we still don't feel that way, but that, that room in Malacca, okay guys, that bed was fine, okay? That bed was nice to sleep in, <laughs> okay? But anyways, besides the point. So I remember I was just on my bed then I, well, I heard like, you know, um, you know the hotels, they are... Aircons are not like the air conditioner. Uh, yeah, the aircon wasn't like uh like like the ones we have at home. It was mm. more of like a ventilation vent sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah, I remember like just mm-hmm. couldn't like I couldn't sleep because I kept hearing like sort of like people praying. Like it was mumbling. Like it was just like like it kept like coming, you know. And then I was just like, what the heck? Like I was young, of course. Like maybe I wasn't sure. Like I don't know how to identify sounds yet. So, but then I remember specifically, I was quite creeped out. I was like, like, do you not hear like that kind of mumbling, like very low, like mumbling sounds, you know, that kind of thing. And then I was like, you know, telling my parents, you know, and things like that. Then the next day, I know when we went back to the hotel after visiting our relatives, it's like, um, okay, we're gonna knock the door this time, you know, because like now it's a like, customary whenever we go to hotels or Airbnbs. Any place that you're gonna stay that is not yours, because like you know how Baki says that when things are left um empty for too long, okay. even in like mm. Chinese culture, I I believe yep. like a lot of cultures have this. It's like when you leave things yep. for too mm-hmm. long, other things will inhabit in it, right? Yeah. So yep. um, it's sort of like ownership lah, mm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, so then we decided to knock the door, you know, just to like, hi, I'm here. You know, I'm not gonna stay long. I'm just gonna stay for one more night. You know, don't worry about it. I'll leave as soon as I can. So we not we opened, we left like a glass of water as well. You know, we left it there. And that was one of the earliest like um sort of like pantang. Not pantang la, but more of like a, a rule, you know, that kind of it is a superstition. Yeah, I know it kinda stayed with mm. me too now. And then with my cousin mm-hmm. oh my cousin. My cousin. So my cousin is mm-hmm. like a mother herself. So I'm closer with her kids, mm-hmm. you know, her kids are like same age as me, right? So I will still call her my cousin and stuff. So um my cousin, when she was younger, uh, she can kind of see. She has experiences because she literally, like, sort of, like, left her body. She <laughs> left her body 
while she was sleeping and because she remembered uh, distinctively she was looking at her mum from above. Is that astral projection though? Yeah, I was about to say yeah. astral projection. Yeah. yeah it's, it's actually astral projection. projection. So she, she literally left and then she was looking at her mum from above and she was trying to call her mum but her mum couldn't hear. So like she couldn't hear and she was literally about to be led to the other side. You know, but she told me like she distinctively remembered like um Kunyam, you know, like they're also Taoism, right? Kunyam is Taoism if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm, Taoism, right? yeah. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. she literally saw like the goddess like pushed her back. Like literally came in, pushed her back because she's so young. Why is like like she leaving to like um to the other world, you know? And Kunyam, mm-hmm. if you guys are not, aren't sure about it, it's like the goddess of mercy. She's a god of, mm-hmm. goddess of mercy. So yeah, yeah. she came and... My she, godmother. Yeah, she pushed my cousin back into mm-hmm. her body. So that was mm-hmm. one of it. But my her daughter, which I also refer to her as my cousin, the oldest one, had more encounters. Like her, her third eye was open. So where she stayed in her old house, her room, <laughs> was the highway of the other world. It's oh literally the God. highway. So um, she would see so many of them walk in, out, in, out. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, in the Chinese culture, we believe that if your door is facing the mirror, it's sort of like the portal. Yeah. Or like two mirrors facing to each other. I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, she would see like, there, she told me once she saw this um, burnt figure, burnt mom carrying the burnt baby, mm. you know passing by and then she would see all sorts of things uh. she would be so scared and she would always like try to sleep with her parents but her father was a bit more like you know you gotta sleep by yourself you know you cannot do this you're growing older but like I think the dad couldn't relate but the mom could because the mom had more experience lah, you know so she she would see things like that and then there was once like she was looking out at the window and then she saw one old lady under the tree calling her out you know and kind of soon to found, find out that that was like the grandmother <laughs> so um yeah like of course like, I heard these stories like years ago like you know that kind of thing so it's kind of like a like your family will have things like that like stories yeah. here and there mm. and yeah. like you would just kind of like take it with a grain of salt mm. as well you know you don't you just listen you know you mm-hmm. like you don't go as well like, you know yeah. even though it, yeah, the, don't. like guys like I don't know if any of you out there are believers like if we're talking about this and we have experience, like obviously we believe in it, but um, it's more of like, even if it doesn't happen to you, don't be that person to just go and catch out to prove yourself like no, right. Yeah, yeah, don't. Don't guy. prove yourself don't wrong or right or don't prove any people like, yo, I'm not going to get anything. Let me do things. Like, like don't cherry pasala, basically. You know? Mm-hmm. Dead or alive. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is it for this long, long episode. Long, we long episode. Enjoy. Thank you for uh, inviting me to share my stories, and it's been a wonderful hearing your stories. I mean, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a lot older than all of you, but hey, you know, both stories are uh, timeless. What's the word evergreen, right? You know, yeah. always. Yes. Timeless. Timeless. I believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you once again. And thank you for uh, coming. Yeah. Thank you. you. Yeah. I hope you have a creepy night. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Uh, not sure I hope I so hope too so but <laughs> okay honestly I feel like there will never be enough time for us to really share about our ghost stories but I feel like it's a 
fun session, you know, to know about other people's experience, you know, the do's and don'ts, the superstitions, you know, different cultural beliefs. It really yeah, enlightens me up, especially I'm a big fan of like ghost stories. Yes, horror stories, true crime, uh-huh. all of that. So thank you so much for having me here tonight. I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this Halloween campfire, but unfortunately, it's time to actually... What do you use to get rid of a Halloween campfire? Do we just splash water? What? I guess I so, do yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> Pour water. Okay, do what you have to do to get rid of campfire, okay? Fire. <laughs> but um, we unfortunately, this fire. is the end for Halloween campfire. But, 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 this is not exactly the end. There's still a little spark Head over to our Instagram, IGTV, yes, and we see have some interesting out. things. Yeah. <laughs> Excited. Yeah. We will see <laughs> Yes. So we will see you there. We will definitely see you there. Or you will see us. Shh. You know, kind of maybe Shh. having the fun of our life again. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Have a great time, guys. Bye. Bye.